Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Noah. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing the top 10 horror movies of the decade. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And here we go. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. So, I mean, you, I had to have you in for this episode. Oh, well, that, thank you. I mean... <laughs> I appreciate you thinking of me. I don't think there was any other choice. I mean, Brianna has come into her own as like a horror fan. Uh-huh. Oh, but yeah. But like, she's a recent horror fan. She's a recent convert. Yes. Yeah. Like, when, let me tell you a quick story. When I mm. first met Brianna and she reached out and wanted to like join Screenfellows and do all that stuff. She was like, I don't do supernatural horror movies. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> and yeah. now look at her. <laughs> look at her now. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. And that, hey, that's great. You know? Yeah. It, it's, um, I, I'm, I'm glad she's enjoying them now. Um, you have set the stage for me to disappoint everyone with my list that I totally <laughs> didn't come up with la- in five minutes ago. Um, yeah. I thought we were just chatting about horror. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realize I need a list, so that's what I did. Hey, it's all right. Um, and it might change as we go. I might swap <laughs> things around. That's completely fine. Yeah. Uh, that's how I kind of was was uh, with our the last episode with our comedy list. Mm. I was super not confident in that list at all. Like yeah. it just felt like, ugh. Like I mean, I have like the things that I like, but I'm not confident on the order at all, and they were just mm. kind of flying all over the place. Yeah. Sci-fi, I was super confident. I was really happy with both of our lists for sci-fi. Yeah. Can you um, give me your top three for your sci-fi and comedy? Ooh, um, I can pull it up right here because thank you, Letterboxd. Hmm. Um, okay, my number one for sci-fi, I think, is pretty obvious. It's Looper, or it's not Looper, Arrival. Okay, yeah, well, uh, that, does, that is obvious. Uh, Looper is my number two, and then I went with my favorite of the Planet of the Apes series, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, for ah, my number three. Nice. Um, and then for... Comedy again, not super confident in the order. Uh, this definitely does stay, set the stage. I'll go, I'll go reverse so we lead right into it. Uh, mm-hmm. Pop star, never stop, never stopping was my number three. <laughs> I love the highs of that movie. <laughs> um, then a movie that's more for nostalgia's sake because I love this movie when I was in like middle school or I guess early high school. It would have been the other guys. Mm, okay, all right, yeah. And then uh, my number one, I think, might set the stage for something. Uh, what we do in the shadows. Okay. All right. So it's interesting that you put that in, a, in the comedy section. <laughs> well, I'll have to argue hmm. my case potentially later on in this uh, episode. Yeah, we're coming up right now. So um, yeah, we're going to be talking about our top ten horror movies of the decade. We will be doing it the same as we did on the last episode. So that is. Um, I'm going to do, or I don't know who's going to go first, but one of us is going to do our bottom three, next person will do the bottom three, then the next two, next two, and then we'll trade one apiece for the top five. Okay. So that's how we're going to do that. And yeah, I think this, like, this has been a really, really good decade for horror, to be honest. I believe so, yes. Like, it's, there's some good choices. Like, my my top five was easy. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, me too. Yeah, it was, it was I, that bottom five that was hard to populate, I think. I don't, I don't know about hard to populate. I don't think it was hard to populate for me, but it was more like hard to, like, once I got to some of the bottom choices, I was like, I don't know, like, which ones I'm going to include yeah. and what order I'm going to put them in. Like, I had options. I just didn't quite know how to choose them. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it was like, you know, do I deem this, give this movie the honor of, of being in my top 10? <laughs> you know, do yeah. I, because it, it's like, you know, I could probably throw together a list, but it's like, you know, just the fact that they're on, there's a lot of, I, I would say there's a lot of lower caliber movies this mm. decade, um, but there is a lot of like cream. Yes. You know, yeah, that yeah, has yeah. risen to the top. Yeah. And uh, we'll definitely go through some honorable mentions mm-hmm. once we get out of this. But let's start with um yeah. these lists. Uh do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Do you have a coin? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, you go first. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh my number ten. Uh I was trying to decide if I was gonna go with the more um interesting but unheard of uh choice or kind of the easy answer and i decided to go with the unheard of thing uh that's Shoot. the killing of the sacred deer okay have All you right. seen it no okay <laughs> uh the killing of the sacred deer came out uh, two years ago i believe it was a 2017 movie okay. um and it is about colin farrell who plays a doctor and his wife is nicole kidman and um this teenager uh, played by i believe his name is barry i don't know how to say his barry name barry benson so, oh no that's the actor um he, he was in dunkirk um he was in uh chernobyl i guess if you've okay. seen that yeah um so yeah he, he he plays this teenager who kind of injects himself into this doctor's life and slowly starts creeping them out and really doing some weird stuff that's all that's I'm trying not to spoil this movie. It gets very strange. It is a very, uh, I don't know. It's a very hard movie to describe as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is so creepy. It starts out really slow. I will uh, give you a fair warning there if you haven't seen it. Um, it's, It's definitely a slow burn. But once you kind of get the idea of what's going on, it is pretty disturbing and uh it all leads to an end that is uh very very um tense and it had me on the edge of my seat um yeah so i i think this movie is definitely worth more people checking out um the the teenager i'm not going to attempt to say his last name i'll say barry uh he uh, his performance is incredible. It's probably like he outacts Colin Farrell and uh, Nicole Kidman, which is very hard to do, yeah. um, especially uh, my girl Nicole Kidman. <laughs> so, yeah, I just highly recommend this movie if you haven't seen it. That's my number 10. Uh, my number nine is Us. Hold on, I thought I was going to go. No, we're doing bottom three. Oh, okay. I thought we were trading <laughs> off. No, but, no, no. Okay, sure. Your number nine is Us. Um, right. Is that anywhere on your list? No. Okay. Did not scrape by. Yeah. Um, was it something you considered? Or? It was. Okay. It was. Okay. Um, I don't think we had talked about us. I don't know if you were on for that review. Was that a uh, Brianna episode? That might have been a Brianna episode. I would... It would have been... Uh, no. I don't think I was on for that one. Um, so... I did see it. Yeah. So... Us is... Um, I put it on here mostly for Lupita's performance. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I really hope she gets a fair shake at the Oscars because, yeah. my goodness, she was in, she's so good in this movie. Um, and I will say that 
this movie kind of went in direction that surprised me. Mm-hmm. And that I was like, I don't know. It was just interesting because I was not expecting the direction that this movie goes at all. Yeah. Like, I wasn't sure what to expect, but I definitely wasn't expecting the direction it goes. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way that they, um, the way that they did it mm-hmm. um, was just so, so creepy and so interesting. And I just really enjoyed um, the ride. I think that it kind of, the reason it's so low, quote unquote, on the list, it's still making the list. The reason it's so low on the list is because I think it struggles to say what it wants to say. I think it definitely has an idea of what, like, what it's trying to say, but I think it kind of struggles to get the ideas out there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I definitely appreciate um, um, Jordan Peele's second entry into his filmography, for sure. Yes. Um, my number eight is a movie that I'm pretty sure is not on your list because I told you to watch this and I don't think you ever did. And that is Cam. Oh, yeah. I did start it. Oh, you did? So, like, give me a pat <laughs> on the back there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, Cam, this movie was so good. I was so surprised by this movie. Like, it was just, like, something that I was passing on Netflix and mm. me and uh, Terry on front of the show uh, was here. And we were just, like, passing their Netflix and we're like, I've heard this movie's all right. And we decided to watch it. It just completely blew me away. Like, I was so surprised by this movie. I was... It... If you don't know what it's about, it's about this um, girl who is a cam girl. Mm-hmm. And she... She's relatively successful at that, as successful as you can be being a cam girl. No disrespect. Wait, what's a cam girl? <laughs> can you explain that to me? Uh, a cam girl. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I go. know. <laughs> but she, uh, so she is relatively successful at that, and um, something happens, and there is another version of her, essentially like some sort of like clone or replica of her that has taken over her account. And she is losing her identity as a cam girl. And it is super dark, super twisted. And I really, really enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. I love the style of this movie. I love the performance um, from uh, Madeline Brewer. And yeah, I, I just, this movie is such a fun horror movie. And I think it's on, it's on Netflix. So more people should check it out because it's very easily accessible. So that's my bottom three. Oh, okay. what do you got? All right, I guess I'll start with number 10. Yes. Uh, very recent movie, Midsummer. Uh, it didn't hit me quite at the right time when I saw it, but I've since come around to it. Mm. Um, I think it's a, it's, it's a very fascinating um, sort of... It's, I, I, almost th- I, I like its connections to Hereditary, which we may hear probably with probably. you as well <laughs> and with me later. I, th- I see them almost as like sibling films in a way, and I think they both explore really interesting sides to grief, which yes. is their, their main uh, central theme. And I've talked to, like, three different people about it, and they all have different interpretations for the feelings that they had at the end. Now, I, I mean, I kind of had a bit of, um, not optimistic, but I, I found it, it, is, it was kind of a melancholic ending um, but not explicitly like, um, uh, not explicitly like, like bad for our main character. I don't think, I mean, she did have all this traumatic thing, these things, these traumatic things having around her, but like her inferior or her not like proper support structure was removed and then replaced by like an unconditional support structure, which I thought was a really interesting concept. Um, 
and yeah, I, I, I loved like the visuals are really cool. Ari Aster is obviously a very talented director. He yeah. really knows his, his like, he knows where to like really twist the knife in terms of, mm-hmm. in terms of what to show you and stuff like that. So that's my top 10. Or oh. that that's my that's my that's my number ten. <laughs> I didn't um, include it. I just I don't know. No, that movie no, yeah. like I struggled with like I don't know. Like I feel like it was less focused than hereditary. Yeah. No. Um so I don't know. I just it's definitely weird. And it I <laughs> I made Ozzy go see that movie when mm-hmm. I was in Florida because I I think it was I don't remember when that when that came out, but I I was in Florida at the time and I went, made him go see it and he was just like, why do I always end up seeing weird movies? <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, question yeah. mark. I mean, it's more just like you know recognizing um, talent when I see it's like it's it. I want to see more of this oh, sort yeah, of thing. For sure, I want to see people sure. go in that direction a bit more. Um, number nine is the Halloween remake, which is really yeah, really. Okay. I'm sorry that I uh, <laughs> I'm not like I was judging really you. Struggling. I was just surprised. I was just like, oh, hey. I watched that movie, and that was the first movie I reviewed on this podcast. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I I really liked it. I thought it was just a very good um, popcorn horror movie. Mm. Seeing it in like seeing it like when it first came out with like a crowd of people was really fun mm-hmm. um, because everyone had reactions to it, mm-hmm. and it's kind of that like group based horror movie experience where you know it's not it's not a psychological attack on you you don't feel like you're <laughs> you, you feel you know you feel like you're going to be scared but you're also in like sort of a safe environment with these with these people and they're all kind of like like it's a fun I mean, it's funny mm-hmm. and it, i thought it was um a, a very well balanced horror movie i think there are some like weak points in it mm-hmm. but um i think it it hits a lot of really good what i like to see in um just in you know it's it's almost it's almost colorful in a way where where these like the uh the outstanding sort of main horror thing that happened this decade was Blumhouse mm-hmm. and they have a style almost they're kind of like the Marvel movies of horror where they're very bleak and kind of you know bland in a way um and I think this was this was kind of vibrant mm-hmm. in how it uh, how it approached it it's very you know visually interesting a lot of the times if i'm remembering correctly and yeah so i i I liked halloween fair enough didn't make my list but i think that's interesting yeah uh number eight uh haven't seen this movie in a while but you know kind of going with the same theme i like colorful movies i don't know if you guys can tell but crimson peak um also i like guillermo del toro movies Mm -hmm. um that movie came out i think it's you know one of his weaker movies definitely um not nearly as good as as his recent stuff mm-hmm. or his you know foreign film things, but I thought it was a it it, it comes from like a place of love, mm-hmm. definitely, and it was it was like a sort of a callback to these to, to Italian horror, mm. and they built a lot of really intricate and interesting sets for that movie, really just beautiful to watch, like sort of like a period piece Victorian horror movie, which you don't get a lot of, especially yeah. with that kind of. With a director who cares that much about aesthetics, yeah. I see. I I loved that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really yeah. and I do still love that movie. I have yeah. it on Blu-ray. Oh yeah, um, I should watch it again. We we had a lot of this discussion on the last episode. A lot of this uh, kind of uh, discourse is just like I don't know. For some reason, I just don't view it as a horror movie. I view it as okay. more like a very very dark romance type thing you know what i mean okay um but 
that's on me. That's not to say anything about the movie. So, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't blame you for rooting on the list. Like I said, I love sure. that movie. I just don't view it in that way for some reason. And it's just a weird mental thing. We had a lot of that debate with, uh, on, like I said, on the last couple of lists we did. Uh, mm-hmm. Ozzy was like, I just don't view that as a comedy. or You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, but Jumanji's funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. Got a lot of comedic actors in that movie. Yeah. We're not going to have that debate, though, because <laughs> we're talking about horror. Yeah. Anyways, that was my bottom three. All right. All uh, really good movies. But, yeah, you know. for sure. Um, nothing in common so far. Interesting. All right. Uh, my number seven. Oh, yeah. We haven't. Well, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, no, nothing in common so far. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, so let me know if I, if I hit anything that's higher up on your list. Just let me know and we can save the discussion. Okay. All right. Um, my number seven is A Quiet Place. Nothing. Crickets. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not a fan? <laughs> no, literal, like, silence. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Not a fan? No, not, not a fan. Um, I liked it. I just didn't, I, I, well, I kind of had like an inter- internal struggle here where I didn't want to be too biased to like, because mm-hmm. I saw a lot of movies these past two years. Yeah. And so I, th- I feel like putting A Quiet Place on here would have a serious bias towards it. Sure later in the decade yeah so um it's weird because i don't think like this is like the scariest movie of the decade or anything like that i i don't it's not all that scary that scary in general it's just i think the movie is really really well made Mm -hmm. and it technically is a horror movie so i was like i kind of got to put it on here yeah (laughs) and uh and again, a, nod, a bit of a nod to a performance in Emily Blunt. I think she's incredible in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, uh, she's awesome. <laughs> um, interestingly yeah. enough, uh, we, I think Ozzy and I both include this on our sci-fi list as well. Hmm. Um, so a bit of a crossover there as well. Um, but yeah, so everyone knows A Quiet Place. This is yeah. probably uh, at my, the most kind of, popular choice maybe definitely one of the most tweeted about movies yeah <laughs> there's two others that were super yeah. popular at the time on my list that i'm i don't know if this which one would be more popular um yeah 2017 yeah um anyway wait was it 2017 no, no this that, was last year no, 2018 yeah no 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 yeah so yeah i got um, my years mixed up yeah <laughs> Um, then my number six, I don't think you're going to have on your list at all. And I think you might dislike this movie, but I'm not sure because I don't think we've ever f- talked about it properly. Go on. And that is Mother. Mm, yeah, I didn't put it on the list. I thought about it. Um, you know, d- did not, I mean, we're, I never really saw it as a horror movie. I saw the trailers and I was like, oh, I want to go see that mm-hmm. horror movie. But then I watched it and I was like, ah, that wasn't very. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That That is very fair. This is probably the most kind of cheat quote unquote on this list for me um but i i just i am a huge fan of this movie this mm-hmm. is a movie that we talked about we had a very long podcast about this movie i i think i've, I've heard tale <laughs> yes tale. Yeah. uh we had a very long podcast about this movie um you know it was a, a source of debate mm-hmm. <laughs> much debate on this podcast um and yeah, I, I just, I really loved this movie. I mm-hmm. loved how it kind of abandons all form of <laughs> conventional narrative. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, you know it, what? Narrative, story structure out the window. Yeah. And, and a lot of things go out the window. Just absolutely crazy third act. <laughs> yes. Like there's like tanks in it or something. I yes. feel, I feel, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like people in riot gear. And that was a, 
That was a weird movie. Um, and and I love it for it, to yeah, be honest. Sure. Like, I I loved kind of the puzzle that this movie is. And I know, like, there's a lot of snarky uh, film Twitter people <laughs> who are just like, oh, this movie's so obvious. Like, And they say that in retrospect. And it's just like, yes, but, you know, you didn't have Ozzy calling you and being like, what the hell did I just watch? And then I give him my interpretation. He's like, hmm, maybe. Okay. So, like, (laughs) yes, okay. Maybe people who are watching a lot of films and looking at it, like, in depth Mm -hmm. are, like, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. are, you know, oh, that's so obvious. And it's just, or, like, watching, um, what's his face, uh, What's the director's name? I'm blanking on it. Oh, Darren Aronofsky. Yes. Watching Aronofsky's interviews or reading his, uh, you know, meetings are like, oh, of course. But it's just like most people just come out of this movie and have the blanket reaction of what the heck did I just watch? Yeah. Which I, which I kind of like, you know, that I, I walk out of movies with people and they're like, what was that? And I generally have the reaction like, like I don't like that kind of. I don't yeah. like that kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. when you say that movie was just crazy, yeah. I don't know what's going on. I'm yeah. not even going to try to think yes, about exactly. it. exactly. But like with that movie, I was like maybe, I think it was maybe halfway through. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Um, um, and th- and yeah. this is the movie that famously uh, had, a tw- uh, had a tweet go viral where somebody was like, if you have to Google the meaning of a movie, then it's a bad movie. <laughs> and people uh, like flamed them. And it was just <laughs> hilarious. That was a good time on Twitter. Um, uh, but yeah. yeah, so I, I just... I think that uh, Jennifer Lawrence gives a great performance in this movie. This movie was uh, vastly, th- vastly misunderstood. This alt movie also got nominated, and I believe won a couple of Razzies. Yeah. So like, that's <laughs> Razzies. Ca- for I hate the Razzies. Worst. They're so stupid. Nah, okay. All right. <laughs> they do usually pick like like talking Just, about lowest common denominator yes. movies. Like mm-hmm. I remember they gave it to like Transformers. I'm like, well, f- yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. The thing is, they they pick the most popular movies, most or th- popular bad movies. Yes, yeah. exactly. Which isn't really that that's, fun. And, yeah, and you that's know. not like the worst movies. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, most of the worst movies nobody saw because they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, pick your poison. There. Yeah. Um, um, but anyway, so that's my number six. Sure. Uh, I uh, yeah, I I want more people to watch it just so I can talk about it more. That's, sure. That's, yeah. what, <laughs> that's what I'll say. Um, so yeah, what do you got for seven and six? Ah, yes, we're doing seven and six. Yes, sir. All right. So, um, number seven movie I have not seen in a while, mm-hmm. but we need to talk about Kevin. I don't think I've seen this movie. Have you heard of this movie? I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't. I'm Google uh, it right now. No, 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 don't, don't you dare. <laughs> Why? Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare Google this movie. Why? Because it is one of those movies that's absolutely necessary to walk into and know nothing about interesting which okay. kind of saves me from my lack of knowledge that's all you i'm gonna say give me a premise <laughs> no uh well it's about um it's I think how I, are you gonna I convince somebody to watch it? <laughs> you did i i <laughs> um i'm going to say it has tilda swinton in it it has john c Riley in it and it has a, a young ezra miller and so like a really stacked cast there um, Ezra Miller is obviously fantastic, um, and Tilda Swinton's just oh my gosh. Um, but uh, give me the most basic premise. You got to sell me on this a movie. Mother and uh, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm looking at like the uh, the IMDb description okay, here. Sure. All right, so I'm I'm only going to read the first half of this sentence. Okay. Kevin's mother struggles to love her strange child. 
I'm not going to say the other half. That's <laughs> all it is. So, so Tilda Swinton and Ezra and a young Ezra Miller it came out in 2011. Interesting. It's pretty obscure. Not well. It's pretty obscure. Um, you better not be looking at it. No, I'm not. Okay, good. <laughs> it is fantastically twisted and oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah. So all right, that's a good movie. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Number six, it, Raw. It, <laughs> uh, this was a movie that was like forever on my list of movies I need to watch from that Raw? year, but I never got to. Yeah. Raw is. I heard it was good. Is is good. Um, is it super gory? It sounds gory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my general reaction to Raw, I believe I think that was like my subconscious reason for not watching it. I, I, I it was, a, it was a slog to get through that movie because um, I, I reviewed it. That was one of my earlier mm-hmm. reviews. Oh my gosh, really like, like, uh, um. I, I want to give a description. It's about, it's, it's an interesting, it's a French film. Okay. Um, and it explores sort of, um, sort of siblings and, and sisters mm-hmm. in a way. And it, the premise, which I'm going to have to, let me see what, let me see what IMDb says for I their premise. Let me see how saying. IMDb tries to break this movie down. An innocent, an innocent teenager studying to be a vet develops a craving for human flesh. So that's ah. interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's very, it's it's very real, like in its portrayal of like of um, what do you what do you? No, got? I'm just okay, like right. I'm just picturing real yeah. cannibalism. No, real, real in like the relationship okay. that, that you have, almost almost um, dare I say, Ladybird esque, mm, where it's like it was a female director. Now you have my of attention. a female perspective, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Some people might disagree with me on that, but that's what came to mind okay. when I was thinking of how it portrays like the sisters' relationship in that sort of like way that it's difficult for me, a man, to kind of grasp. Okay. Um, but yeah, the visuals that are coming up in my mind as I'm trying to talk about this movie just make me. It, it's it's very gross. Do not watch this movie if you're even slightly like. Like I probably shouldn't watch this movie. <laughs> it's it's intense. Um, yeah. All right. And, and, uh, yeah. Uh-uh. All right. So those are my. That's my. Uh, that's my seven and six. All right. So we'll trade one apiece for the rest of them uh, right, cool. as we go through our top five. Um, my number five is Get Out. Ding ding ding. Uh, is that higher on your list? Uh yeah. Okay. So we'll save the discussion <laughs> then. Well, no. The, the, no, well, we'll okay. save it. We'll just talk about it all at once. It makes the most sense. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> it's my number five. It's higher on your list. When we get to it on your list, we'll talk about it. It might be difficult. Well, that we might be waiting a while. It, that's it might fine. be difficult. That's because fine. they might stack up. Because if I say one that's on the list and it's later on your list, then like, if it's like, okay, we'll figure it out. It might get confusing. Okay. All right. All right. So it's am not, I going? It's not that bad. Okay. But yes, you're number five. All right. Number number five. It follows. That's um, my number four. So let's just talk about it. Oh, okay. Cool. See how that yeah. works. <laughs> uh, just. Fascinating premise. Really, really yeah. cool. Really slick camera work. Um, really puts you in like in, in this just oppressive like mm-hmm. you're, you're being chased and the way that the camera moves through these scenes is really is really uh, suspenseful and it's just excuse me a really tight tight premise of mm-hmm. a movie. It it takes the idea because all right like I feel like it kind of basically looks at slasher movies mm. and goes. The 
thing that everyone always makes fun of (laughs) is that the villain kind of just walks and these people are running. Yeah. And then somehow they're able to catch them. And it goes, how can we make that work? Yeah. (laughs) And that's the idea behind this movie, essentially. The un... Well... Seeable, but only to you. Yes, and it's just like terrifying. It, it's yeah. just gonna walk. Yeah, it's just gonna come after you. Uh huh. And you know, it, it might take it a year to get to you. It might take you. <laughs> it might take it a week to get to you. But it will get to you eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you gotta keep running. Mm-hmm. And it's just, oh man. And it and it always and of course really leans into kind of the classic horror trope slash theme of, you know, sex means mm-hmm. you're dead. Yeah, no. And it just is like, again, let's take that idea and just make <laughs> the entire premise about it. And it's just like, this is so good. It is. It's so good. Um, I, I just love the the way that they're able to adapt that. And um, one of the things that I really like about this movie is something small that they, did, that they do. They make this movie feel really kind of out of time, like timeless. Mm-hmm. They yeah, like it feels like it's kind of set in modern times, but mm-hmm. then some of the set design and, and the, the cars very, and the soundtrack, yeah, and you know, the the cell phones are really weird, and mm-hmm. I believe they're called they uh, the director <laughs> referred to them as shell phones because they look like oh, shells. Yeah. I remember totally those? Forgot about that. Yeah, it's just the movie feels very like. It's, Immediately in yeah. the world, you feel like, where am I? <laughs> like yeah, you no. feel lost, and I just love that they were able to kind of capture that and do that. It's just this movie is so well done. It yeah, really it is. is, and um, well, it, great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, but I one bit of criticism I'd say is that it gets, I mean, it starts so strong. Like mm-hmm. once you get that premise and you get that like feeling in you, it's basically um, a demon STD. If you haven't seen, yeah, it. <laughs> it's a demon STD. Um, and uh, but the more time you spend with you know the monster the uh the less scary it gets sort of mm. the like you know yeah just the principle of how this kind of thing works yeah. um but then i think the but it, it really ties together in the ending yeah I for think. real there are a couple I, moments where it's just like oh uh, i love how it can be anything like that's like one yeah. of the scariest parts uh-huh. about it so i really Anyone. like it. yeah exactly yeah um, it's just, this movie's so well done. Yeah. I, I really, I, I knew it was going to be in my top five as yeah. soon as I sat down to make this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, and that was my number four. So let's do your number four. Okay. Uh, my number four is it. Didn't make my list. Okay. All right. The, that was uh, like my 10 spot that I bumped out for the less popular killing of a sacred deer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sort of the same deal with Halloween. I just think it's a bit better than Halloween, mm-hmm. you know? But I don't, I'm not factoring in chapter two and how disappointing that was. <laughs> well, I mean, you um, shouldn't. It's just just yeah. take it for what it is. Yeah. Um, love that great popcorn movie. I think for I've real. seen I've seen this movie so many times. Really? Yeah. Like I I, I just know. end up seeing it again and again and again. Probably I don't seen know. It like two and a half times, maybe. <laughs> I, I would say I've seen it up to four times. Wow. Um, just with different people. I think I saw it twice in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I can't really get enough of this movie. Um, I can actually, I won't probably see it again for a while, but you know, it's just a really good movie. I really like it. Has a lot of really good jokes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, has pretty great pacing overall. Mm-hmm. There's always something great around the, around the next corner. Um, and yeah, I think the setting is not you know i i'm starting to get sick we were talking about this before we started yeah. recording T- starting to get sick of the 80s look and and feel and i think it strikes a nice it's not 
it's not in your face about the fact that it's in the 80s. Mm-hmm. There are cultural references like, what is it, New Kids on the Block? Yeah. And stuff like that. But it's not just like, it's not Stranger Things season three. <laughs> not every, it's not bathed in neon colors. It's not, yeah, it's, it's a bit more subtle and it's a bit more um, mm-hmm. sort of, there's like this underlying tension, which is really good in, in, in the whole movie. And uh, yeah, I think it deserves my, what did I put it as? Number four. <laughs> number four, yeah. <laughs> it deserves my number four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it very know. easily could have made my list. It just, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, like I said, it could have been my number 10 very easily. So mm-hmm. um, my number three is Hereditary. Oh, okay. That's all. Oh, that's my number three, too. Hey, we matched up uh, on one. Go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's this is I, I, I even mentioned on the last episode because we were talking about like movies that I'll pro- that we'll probably like never see again. Mm-hmm. I will never watch Hereditary again. Okay. Right. <laughs> I will never watch this movie again. It's on Amazon Prime. I, I will never watch it again. <laughs> okay. Um, this movie is like, oh my gosh, it's one of the most depressing things I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, (laughs) And I just, I have no desire to experience it again, but to me that kind of speaks to the effect that this movie has. And that's the intention. (laughs) It makes a really deep impact on you. Yeah. So much so that you're like, I think I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't don't want to experience that one again. Um, That, I mean, that's, I mean, that's basically all I need to say about it. Tony Collette's amazing, yeah. uh, incredible performance, por- performances throughout. Um, parts of it kind of give me a Rosemary's Baby vibe to uh, it, yeah. Um, which I appreciated because that's slowly become one of my favorite horror movies like of all time. Yeah, um, that's a good one. And yeah, I just it's, it's a good movie that I will never see again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for it though? For I mean, what? I mean, n- n- like, do you have anything to say oh, about this? <laughs> uh, about three, um, oh my gosh, that scene that you that I can't talk about yeah. <laughs> because you'll bleep it out uh, for spoilers reasons is still just absolutely chilling and and kind of rips you apart. Yeah. Um, and, and then the is, aftermath of it, Tony Collette. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. Yeah. The the aftermath of these of this scene that shall not be named is just like. I, so relatable, but like an impossible relatability. Yep. Like you just sit there and the, like I remember sitting there in the theater, like, what, what do Ooh. you do? <laughs> like you can't, like what, yeah. just what? Like you just sit in the car and then I, I don't know. You yeah. just and then you, you yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's if you haven't seen this movie, I feel like we might not be convincing you just because of the depression factor. But and I don't blame people who don't have any desire to see this movie. But at the same okay. time, push through the depression. I, I think Go and see it. just for the artistry of it mm-hmm. and the way it's like put together and it's mm-hmm. intended to be as depressing as like it's so yeah. crazy. Uh, this should have been nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, moving on. My number two is The Conjuring. Oh. Not on your list? No. Okay. Um, you you talked about, you thought about putting Conjuring 2 on the on this list. Was that before we recorded? I don't that remember. That was before we recorded. Okay. And that's because I've seen The Conjuring 2, but not The Conjuring. You haven't seen the first Conjuring? Uh, wow. No, I haven't. <laughs> okay. Um, to me... Look, The Conjuring is kind of... It's Wait, hard. hold on. Number two? Yes, yes. 
Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'll let you defend it. And then you I haven't shall... seen it, so I don't know what there is to defend against you. Okay. Well, I saw the second one, and like you know. I mean, the second one is not as good. <laughs> well, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. cat food's the, cat food's not as. Did I peek again right there? No, I don't. Cat think so. food's not as good as dog food, but I know they're both. You know. For, I, I don't know where I was going with I that. Don't know that where you're going I'm trying to make a point about how. The, the movies that we've been talking to, there's no way that The Conjuring yes, is better. Is. There's no way. Okay, this is this is what I've always said about The Conjuring, and this is what I will continue to say about The Conjuring. The Conjuring takes this modern formula for a horror movie mm-hmm. and perfects it. Okay. This is the pinnacle. This is the best that the modern haunted house demon okay. possession movie will get. Okay. It is the best. And... To be able to be the best of a certain kind of movie says something. Mm-hmm. You might not like that certain kind of movie, and that's fair. You might not think that certain kind of movie holds as much weight or, you know, whatever as other kinds of horror movies. But it is the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Like, or it's the best of that subgenre. You know, Halloween is the best slasher movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I just think that this movie is the best we will ever get at this version of the genre and i think it's just really really well done like uh, james wan this is his peak this is the best he's ever done and this is probably the best he ever will do unfortunately um as long as he keeps making aquaman movies (laughs) i think we're safe to say that um but yeah i just the conjuring is you know I, I think it deserves the kind of hype that it got at the time and still gets to this day. It, it is a very, you know, is one of the more appreciated horror movies of the decade for sure um, mm-hmm. by the masses and and by critics. This movie was very well received critically as well. So um, I, 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 think, I just think this movie lived up to the hype, which is very hard to do uh, sometimes with horror movies. Okay. I'll um, allow it. Anyway, what's your number two? <laughs> Uh, a better movie, uh, The <laughs> <Shut> Witch. <laughs> the Witch is my number one. So let's oh, okay. just talk about all right, it. All right, all right, all um, right. Yeah, The Witch, just fantastic. I love. I mean, it's almost we're looking at it at hindsight because it seems like Robert Eggers is like he's very fascinated with creating these these thriller type movies that mm-hmm. are period pieces, mm-hmm. but like very and taking very, forever to do them. Very yeah, very <laughs> methodical. And specific period pieces mm-hmm. like the witch, they talk in old English, yeah, and in the lighthouse, which you stopped me from putting on this list. <laughs> I didn't it's stop. Not really you. I don't think movie. it's a horror movie. No, but. it's fine. And the lighthouse is also like this, where it's just such a, a meticulous attention to detail, and mm-hmm. um, not to mention such an incredible build. Like I remember at the time seeing this. Um, and I was like, this is the scariest movie I've ever seen. It's incredible. You know, that, that <laughs> ending and like the way that it, you know, and just it, it works in um, this, these elements of witchcraft and just such a visceral and like chilling way. Um, really fantastic. Love that movie. Th- this movie is scary on a completely different level than anything else on this list. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like I think people i think a lot of people struggle with this movie like with just like oh you know it was super hyped when it came out and then some people come come out and go oh it was it was boring it was this it was that and i'm just like mm-hmm. this goes back to the thing of people don't look at horror movies correctly 
<laughs> on any level. You're watching it wrong. <laughs> it's just people want to be startled. They don't want to be scared. This movie doesn't go out of its way to startle you on any level. Like, I don't think there's a single jump scare in this movie. Um, it's it's a movie that wants to scare you on a deeper level. It's a movie that wants wants you to think about how the circumstances around you can manipulate you into becoming something that you just would never have thought you would become. Yeah. It's about just these dark, much darker forces that kind of, it's just, it's so good. Yeah. I just, just like, I love this movie. <laughs> this, you want to talk about a movie I've seen a billion times on this oh, list? Okay. It is The Witch. Okay. I have seen All The right. Witch. I can probably even see it on Letterboxd. Uh, <laughs> How many times? I have logged it six times. Oh my god! Meaning I have probably seen it much more than that. And this movie came out in 2016, mind you. So that was well, only... Okay. Right, yeah. I mean, that's six times in like a couple of years. Yeah. I, I just... This became a movie that I literally showed to everyone. Like, oh, I, yeah. No, no, no. I was yeah. just like, you need to watch this movie and then we will talk about it. And yeah. then that's what I did. I showed like so many people this movie. I think I've shown it to uh, to three people. Yeah, it's so good. Three it's people. so yeah. good. Such a... Um, yeah. Hmm. This was my number one. Like as soon as as soon as we decided on doing a horror list, hmm. it's like, well, the witch, and then what else? <laughs> it was it was a tough. Well, it wasn't super tough because I made this list like five minutes ago. But <laughs> it was a toss up between number yeah, one and number yeah. two for me. And I think we know ba- based on uh, <laughs> previous information what your number one is. Conjuring two. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, it's uh, Get Out. Get Out. I loved Get Out a lot. Okay. I thought Get Out was such a, such a great um, movie, especially for this decade, that really had a lot of things. When I saw it, um, when it came out in 2017, mm-hmm. um, when I saw it, a lot of things kind of perspective-wise really clicked, and I thought it was such a smart movie in how it breaks down things that a lot of people uh, a lot of white people (laughs) might not really understand and sort of puts them in this way and into like into the horror movie Mm -hmm. um so like it takes what uh presumably i guess it's like it takes the um you know a black person's perspective and amplifies it with the trappings of a horror movie Mm -hmm. And it's it's just and the writing is so good and it's so it, I think it's better than us by by quite a bit yeah um I mean I think I have know. it higher as well so yeah, yeah we're on yeah. the same page there we are on the same page <laughs> I think it's it's a lot tighter and a lot just mm-hmm. clearer in mm-hmm. in what it's talking about and it doesn't sacrifice theming for mm-hmm. story mm-hmm. Um, in fact they're so tightly intertwined that it's you know it's just yeah really great this might be movie. the most well written movie on this list. I think that's yeah no it, um, it like way it balances like yeah. humor and you know uh I this movie took me twice I have uh, ad, this is you know one of those things where you know you can uh yeah I this is one of those things where I said on this podcast I when I'm wrong I'll say I'm wrong and that is about Get Out with Get Out I the first time I watched it I was like it seems like a little bit overhead like it was fine <laughs> um. But then it took the second time when I watched, sat down and watched it the second time. That's when I started to appreciate the attention to detail mm-hmm. in this movie. Because yeah. there is a lot of attention to detail there in the is. way it's written, in um, some of the set design, and some of the things they put in the background, and the way some of these performances are done. Mm-hmm. It's just, this movie, is, I think tight is a good way to describe it. It's yes. very, very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, 
The reason I ended up putting it at five uh, as opposed to, you know, much higher is just that I was, I, I just feel like I was scared by the, the four movies above it more. Mm-hmm. And I think that has to play in on some level on a horror list for mm-hmm. me, at least uh, personally, yeah. but I completely understand. Like this yeah. might be one of the more well-crafted movies on this list. And it's definitely the most well-written movie on this list. I think so in terms of like fear, mm-hmm. um, not a lot about it scared me, mm-hmm. but I think there was, there's the one specific moment and it is it is an intensely real moment, mm-hmm. and it's when at the very at end, the very end yeah. when he's chasing down his uh-huh. now ex girlfriend, and he's like, "I got you, I got you, I'm going, I'm gonna shoot you or whatever," mm-hmm. and like the police lights come on, and like everyone, you're just like, "Oh shoot!" Yeah, because you know that is the situation for a lot of people. Yes. It's like you know you have this fear mm-hmm. of you know it, of the police it's a very well done moment and yeah. i'm one of those people who would have liked the alternate ending. no i was <laughs> no I, <laughs> I know like yeah it ends on a much better note than <laughs> that no. and you know some <laughs> most this is one of those movies where i'm like give me the depression yeah and, <laughs> and, and the... for those who don't know the alternate ending is it was the police yeah. and he goes to jail yeah so you know i, I <laughs> <laughs> Give me the depression. Yeah, he's such a likable protagonist. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I really know. didn't like, want to see that happen to him. I, so yeah. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, I yeah, great movie for sure. Yeah, really good. Um, what other movies were you considering for this list? Because we've gone through our top tens now. I mean, I can give you some of mine. If you're... Yeah, go ahead and give me some. Of yours. Um, I mean, it was obviously, like I said, that was uh, in contention. I thought about putting a representative of the Insidious franchise on here yeah. for a second, but I was just like, yeah. nah. <laughs> um, what, if you had to pick an Insidious movie, which one would you have picked? Uh, preferably one that I've seen. You haven't seen all of them. <laughs> I haven't seen any of them. You haven't seen any of them? <laughs> no, I haven't seen any of them. Wow, okay. Um, yeah. I would have gone with two. Um, okay, all right. How many are there? There's, I guess, technically four. But oh, wow. The first three are the only ones that matter. Okay, (laughs) more than I thought there would be. Um, Yeah, so I think yeah, Lights Out was good, but not great. Um, Yeah, Lights Out was good, not great. Um, um, I thought about (laughs) this movie surprised me. Annabelle Creation is like the uh, only good (laughs) Annabelle movie, (laughs) and I thought about it because like it was surprisingly like really good. Like, and I hadn't even seen the first Annabelle, and I went into it and I was just like, all right, this is probably gonna be garbage because Mm -hmm. I've heard the first one is garbage. Yeah. And it, like, genuinely surprised me. And then I didn't bother with the third one because I heard it was terrible. So, you know, hey, they're bad in one for three um, on Annabelle movies. So I think a good good conversation to have is how does this decade stack up? So when when we think about horror... I would have to look at the other decades. Well, let's... I mean, we'll talk about... We'll do a quick retrospective. So, like, 80s, very much, you know, Mm -hmm. slasher. Mm -hmm. That's that's the 80s. It's not... That's very easy. You know, the 90s was, in my opinion, a pretty weak decade. Um, it was kind of the end of the slasher genre, but we had, we had some good thrillers, I think. I think Silence of the Lambs is the one that really pops out for me, but there's yeah. not a lot of good stuff in the 90s. Um, I'm looking um, at it le- now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't count the Sixth Sense. I don't know why that... No. Uh, Scream, you have to include. Scream is very good, um, yeah. But even that was like, these are subversive... Yes. Um, ...takes on horror. It still counts. Yeah, uh, of course. Silence of the Lambs is easy. Mm-hmm. I would easily put New Nightmare on there. My goodness, okay. I love that movie. All right, yeah. Um, 
I guess I don't know if Scream Two is good. I've only seen the first Scream. Okay. Um, yeah. I just I, I guess my general thing is yeah. I don't think the '90s have much of an identity by themselves. Yeah, yeah. For like sure. if anything, they're riding off the coattails of the '80s. Mm-hmm. But when we hit the 2000s, it's like you know, found footage is the thing. Yeah. You got Blair Witch. You this, got the paranormal activities that okay. were coming out every year. Is this one of those festival things? Blair Witch is listed as '99, but I feel like it was probably a 2000s. I mean, I. Mm, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I think you know, but it really it it, it, you know, it coming affects out the rest of the decade yeah, for sure, definitely. For so sure. we have you know the two thousands is very much this low budget. It was a ninety nine, and sort of the start of like the ghost, the ghost craze might be my number one nineties movie. Um, anyway. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. What do you think about the two thousand tens? What it, what stands out to you? <clears throat> it is um, in, in a lot of ways. I think it picks up what um, the two thousands left off with a big emphasis on possession and sort of like demons yes. and stuff like that. Cause um, we had that, like, it was like, we didn't have the money to do it, mm-hmm. to do it right in, um, in the two thousands, but now the 2010 come around. I mean, the like, 2010s are defined by the Blumhouse model yes. in a lot of ways and not even just horror genre, mm-hmm. the, the way of filmmaking. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> like very the, true. The, the way the studio operates mm-hmm. it kind of defines <laughs> the decade. Yeah. Um, so I think it basically comes down to just, again, it's a reflection of like kind of the way the rest of the movies work. There's either, you're either on the super high end mm-hmm. or you're super low end. There's yeah. kind of no middle ground with these movies. That's very true. Um, the Witch is kind of low end, yeah. you know. It, Wait, hold on. Huh? Oh, no, no, in terms of the budget is what I'm yes. talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I see. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's all low end. Not I mean, horror movies are the movies that like most... Kind of. <laughs> just, I mean, I yes. can't think of an expensive horror movie, honestly. I believe it had a pretty big budget. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was um, very expensive. But, you know, yeah. horror is the genre <clears throat> where, you know, oh, we, we it really yes. blew up. Like, yeah. what, I think, um, what was the Paranormal Activity or the Blair Witch Project? It was like a $30,000 yeah, budget, insane. which is like, I could make a movie for $30,000. <laughs> Someone give me that. Yeah. I don't know. You know um, that's insane. It, so, yeah, it's... It's kind of crazy that that's kind of how it went, and that lends itself to, you know, it, it's just like it lends itself to these smaller kind of indie movies where, mm-hmm. you know, the people who are willing to kind of take the time and you know have a more emphasis on detail mm-hmm. and those kind of things end up it pays off. Whereas you know sometimes the but you know, some people can take that budget and just say, all right, Blumhouse, like, yeah, make a movie quickly. <laughs> um, and then you get movies like Slender Man or, oh, you, know, you know, like a lot of garbage. Can we talk? I don't, I didn't get to talk about Slender Man. Um, <laughs> what a garbage piece of movie, <laughs> like piece of movie. I don't know why I said it like that, but like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm going to do a little bit on it. Um, probably the worst movie I've ever seen in theaters. Um, Absolutely some pretty bad awful this, this decade too. Yeah, Bye Bye Man. Oh jeez, yeah. Talk about like you know, horror movies can be pretty good at disguising budgets, mm-hmm. but like you can see yeah. like where they're like, this is all we can do. Um, there, I remember there was a specific scene, a specific shot in Slender Man where there's like a two, a, a two com, a one on one conversation mm-hmm. between two characters, and the camera like slowly uh sort of pans away yeah to like a wall and i think it shows their shadows and then it just cuts back to the conversation mm-hmm. it was like the camera operator kind of fell asleep and like leaned on the camera and was like oh shoot let's get, back, <laughs> get that back on the, on the on the talent real quick 
Um, yeah, that was, oh my gosh, terrible. Super, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't understand what was happening. Yeah. Really dark, poorly graded. I don't know what they shot it on. Probably like a freaking, um, I don't even know. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of that, and it, I guess it became kind of hard to pick out, like, the the good ones for a lot of people, because a lot of horror movies don't, do, like, a lot of the good ones end up not doing well, which is unfortunate, um, yeah. and that's, you know, sad. I'm going to try and find my review for Slenderman, because <laughs> I'm on it right now. Um, um, <laughs> oh, okay, let me ask you about this movie, because yeah. this is a movie I wouldn't have put anywhere near my list, but I know a lot of people would. The the cabin in the woods. Uh yeah no that's definitely I think that's in the same vein as almost uh, scream in a way yeah I'm not yeah. A fan. I I really don't like cabin in the woods okay all right well uh, okay no but <laughs> I, I no but I was just curious what your thoughts are on it because I know a lot of people do like that movie um yeah but yeah uh, I I was I was anticipating it to make your list um ah. The the Babadook or the ba- Babadook the Babadook, Babadook yeah. whatever oh shoot I forgot um, about that if I had been thinking you know if I remembered that that would have made it probably would have made it somewhere on my yeah list. I considered that one um, ended up not putting it on there so uh, Neon Demon is really creepy uh, I thought about that one as well mm-hmm. uh, Gerald's Game I, I I didn't love it but I really liked it mm-hmm. um, so I thought about that one Hush was another Netflix one that ah, I yes. really liked. Um. Yeah, don't breathe. I liked, but I didn't love. Wait. Oh, yeah. I get don't breathe and lights out mixed up. They're kind of like, you know. Yeah. Uh, it comes at night. I was so disappointed by it. It's fine, but I was super disappointed by it. Yeah. It was just a really good episode of The Walking Dead. Yeah. That that's you know that's basically that. So yeah, those are the other movies I considered um putting on this list for the two thousand tens. Can I read excerpts from my... Go for it. Um, I think one, one of my lines is, I, I might have believed this was a student film if I hadn't already taken classes telling me how to do the things this movie completely fails at. <laughs> this is Slender Man. Um, Yikes. Uh, what is it? Uh, it comes surprisingly close to breaking into so bad it's good territory, but it's so bland and devoid of anything interesting that I would not recommend seeing it for this reason. <laughs> There's no characters in this movie. There's just cardboard cutouts. Um, Yikes, man. Cinematography uh, feels like it's trying to be artistic at times, but it comes off as if the DP saw some really well-shot movies and tried his best to randomly insert what he thought were cool-looking uh, shots. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> um, trying to see. Were there any like good zombie movies this decade? Oh, there's got to be. Hold on. Uh, when did... Um, 2008. Oh, okay. You know what I was going to... Yeah. What were you going to say? World War Z? No? Oh, no, that, that came out in 2011. I thought okay. you were going to say Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. That was 2008. Okay. Uh, World War Z. Yeah. yeah. I, and that's yeah. like that... Yeah. Um, oh, Train to Busan, but I haven't seen it. Oh, I haven't seen that either. But I've heard good things. I need to see it. But anyway. Um, yeah, so... What, did you see Zombieland Double Tap? No, I haven't seen that. Still? Okay. No, right. I, I wanted to see it, but then I just, you know, my schedule sucks, so I <laughs> I, I didn't get any time to see it. Right. Is it in uh, the Dollar Theater? If it is, oh, I might probably, go see it. Probably soon, yeah. I'm looking at 2010 zombie movies. There is Warm Bodies. I think I caught that on a plane. It's all right. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it kind of falls into the what we do in the shadows category where I don't consider yeah. it really a horror movie. It's kind oh, of... Oh, yeah. I like what we do in the shadows, for the record. I would have put it here. Um, yeah, I put it on my comedy list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. all right. It was... At least it was covered. Yeah. Get it some recognition. For um, real. Yeah, I don't see any zombie movies. It's kind of a shame. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Did you see VHS or VHS 2? I did not, but I saw those on a lot of lists. I think I should see those. I uh, I, I didn't like VHS, so I haven't bothered okay. VHS 2. <laughs> All right. Um, but, yeah, it's it's um, oh, what's it called? Like, it's like a, a bunch of short stories, essentially. What's the... Anthology. Yes, anthology. That's the yeah. term I was looking for. Ah, um, it's an anthology movie, and... I wanted there to be some sort of connection, and there wasn't. So okay. I was just like, what's the point? What am I doing here? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of my issue with it. But yeah. Anyway. All in all, I think I'd very strong I, decade I, for I horror. I do think it is a very strong decade yeah, for horror. I would put it, you know. It definitely, you're right. I do think it kind of, we kind of swung back into the direction of kind of possession type movies. Yeah. I'm, I'm very um, interested to see what this next decade holds because like horrors you know you can you can very much define decades in horror you can't really do that with any genre yeah other than horror yeah. like you can see okay well this decade was this and this decade mm-hmm. was that so i'm i'm just i'm interested to mm-hmm. see and i think this was um very good probably i don't know not as <laughs> feel silly saying this but like Maybe not as good as the '80s in terms of like powerhouse movies, mm-hmm. in terms of in terms of massive cultural, yeah, like, points. Because I mean, you know, the the movies that dominated the '80s aren't fantastic; uh-huh. they're just super super iconic. Yeah, and we never really got those mainstay iconic figures. But I think it was on par with like you know like the '70s. Yeah, definitely better than the '90s and two thousand two thousands. Um, it's weird because you know, looking back at the '80s, it's like. When did um, Exorcist come out? Was that 79? I want to say that's late 70s, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, Exorcist makes tons of money in the box office and then gets nominated for Best Picture and all the all the awards, right? Early 70s, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, early 70s. 73, yeah. Wow. I, I thought it was later 70s. I thought it was as well. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I guess 70s, 80s then. It's kind of like horror was... You know, more well respected, I guess, <laughs> in terms of yeah. box office, and yeah. then in terms of, uh, you know, uh, accolades, accolades. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, now I think prestige. Some sometimes it can get the box office side of things. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. Like, um, well, I think we had, but part of that has to do with the Blumhouse model, where yeah. they invest so little that anything mm-hmm. looks like a massive amount. But well, then yeah. sometimes but, like, you get it comes it, around, yeah. and it just annihilates the box office. Or or something like um, a Quiet Place, you know, oh, yeah. that dominates, yeah. or even Get Out and Us do oh, well. Here's a movie that I haven't thought of. What uh, recently, Bird Box. Not right. s- not saying right. it would have come anywhere clear to close to my list, but like you know, I, I view that more of a study of Netflix movies than horror movies yeah. than anything <laughs> yeah. else. But yeah, yeah, Gosh. but that's definitely fair. I remember just like thinking about how obsessed with that movie the internet was. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. I, yeah, <laughs> and I think even on the internet review, it was like in the middle of that, and we were just like, I don't really get it. Yeah, you know, it's like it's, it's a fine. movie. It's okay. <laughs> I think I watched it. Yeah, I watched it on my way home from like Florida at the time. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, weird. It's cool, I guess. <laughs> it's fine. But, um, 
it's yeah i think they just hit the they got that movie out at the right time Mm -hmm. and hit the marketing in just the right way yeah and it just kind of took off for no reason it had to be the thing that you saw yeah Um, exactly yeah which is weird uh for Mm -hmm. real for real all right well i think that pretty much wraps it up uh Mm -hmm. for this episode um good thing that we kind of had this as a standalone episode because, you know, we did a solid 45 minutes <laughs> and uh, and then uh, another 15 minutes of other stuff. So, you know, it works out. All yeah. right. Um, well, we will be back on, uh, well, we'll probably record on Thursday when the episode will come out. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll be back later this week, so keep your eye out for that. And we will be back with... Uh, list for superhero movies. So, yes, that should have been this episode, I know, but it's fine. It'll be on the next episode. Don't you worry. All right. Noah, where can people find you on the social medias? Oh, I was, wasn't expecting. Uh, you can give me on Twitter uh, at Noah underscore Rask and uh, Instagram at Rask.Noah and also on Instagram at Brief underscore Intermission. It took right. some brain power right there to remember that. <laughs> Follow all me. right, fair enough. Um, all right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456, so make sure you follow me there. And then follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFellows. We are not very active on there at the moment, but I'm sure we will be at some point again. Uh, oh, it's all that's at, cute. It's, <laughs> it's all at ScreenFellows. <laughs> so check all that out. Yeah. Um, you, you know, tons of old content you could find on <laughs> All right, um, thank you guys for joining us. See you on the next one. Peace.